Welcome back to the Nullified Take channel here on YouTube, where we've got the TNT takes for you on Survivor 43, Episode 6. That's right. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm back here today with Jake. We're reunited. Jake, how are you feeling this week? I'm feeling a lot better. I know that uh, my absence last week was felt by everybody that they were yeah. devastated, but don't worry, I'm back. So everyone I, I feel like, Jake, you've been yeah. on fire this season. I feel like you've had some good takes. And yeah. we've had some, like, we, we've been on the same wavelength on a lot of things, but you've also yeah. had a, a few different takes to mine, which I always find interesting because it makes me think about things like, did I miss something? But uh, you're back now. I'm glad to see that you're up and about um, yeah. and feeling better compared to last week. And thanks to Michael for jumping in last week and yes. um, and very short notice jumping in, in your absence and being a part of the recap that we did. But I thought this was a great episode to get back on, Jake, because dare I say, this may be the most fun I've had watching Survivor in years, especially for the US franchise. Um, I think this is becoming one of the better seasons and this was probably from the new era. I will say this was my favorite episode of the new era of Survivor. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, um, I don't think that I will go that far. I mean, just off the top of my head, like um, as I was watching it, like I was just like you know, um, enjoying it. But, you know, I, I don't think mm. I really thought about it that it was, you know, that great. But I really liked it and I'm really glad you liked it. Um, yeah, the only episode that yeah. came close to this for me, and maybe you know, people are saying forty two had good episodes, and that it did definitely forty two had good episodes. Yeah. I think the highlight of forty two was when Marianne took out Omar, who was running that for so long, and that episode was also up there as one of the best for me. But I like it when there's more players. And when things can go in different directions and it was all up in the air. Like, I mean, I came into the season, I came into the season thinking, Ellie, I can see the weaknesses in her game. I can see how she potentially will get voted out. But in a million years, if you asked me who was going to be the merge boot, I didn't think it was going to fall on Ellie. And that's why mm -hmm. I like this episode so much because it really felt like everything was up in the air for this whole mergatory or mergatory episode yeah. that we watched. Yeah, I loved that, you know, I I had suspicions about this episode because, like, whoa, they're going back to the 13 people all, you know, voting together. I know, like, technically wasn't the merge, you know, but the 20-person the, the seasons in the past, um, like David versus Goliath, you know, they would merge at 13, and it, it just felt like too many people. Mm. Um, but I felt like this episode uh, did a really good job. Of that in fact i think uh only dwight didn't have a confessional and yeah. it was just very even like i felt like i kind of know where everyone's heads at right now and i i just think there's there's so much room for chaos and i i, I love that like i have no idea what's going to happen next week i'm i'm just very i'm very invested right now of like who's gonna yeah. win Who, who's even Same. going home next week you know like, yeah i mean it's open who's gonna I, be I like the who's gonna be the duo that like you know lasts on i don't know you know yeah i mean i had it in my head for the longest period of time coco is gonna lose someone at the merge i was like baka and vessi is gonna work together the edit yeah. misled me but it misled me for a reason because it explained very well why ellie wanted to work with um vessi so much or 
coming into this, the Red Tribe coming into this merge because she thought they had some mutual enemies in Coco. And again, she had a lot of assumptions. She was very confident. Um, I know we're jumping way ahead, but this is how we yeah. like to do it. We like to talk about everything on this podcast and make it feel natural and organic. So I do want to ask you, you know, do you want to see Ellie back on Survivor? Because I personally want to see Ellie back. I feel like she's got a lot of potential to be a great player. And I think a theme such as the one we saw in Survivor South Africa with a pre-merger season versus a merger season, she's now a lock for me as somebody that I want to see come back because I just think she got outplayed by a better player in Sammy. But I think that there's... She's going to look... She's going to... And Gabler, but I don't know if Gabler <laughs> was a better player. Uh, we'll get into that. But I think that she's going to look at the season and she's going to take a lot from it. And if she could come back and rectify a little bit of her overconfidence that she had and thinking the game was too easy, I think she could be a very lethal player in the second mm -hmm. attempt if she got that opportunity. I... Chris, there are so many people that I'd love to see back on the show, but Ellie is definitely one that sticks out to me because not only does she have potential to just, you know, she just tweaks, you know, it's funny. We're talking about Sammy, but in the preseason being way too overconfident, but he's yeah. the one that stayed completely cool. Um, you know, but with Ellie, if she could just, you know, tone it down and just have a bit more self-awareness, I totally agree that she could, you know, make, make some noise in a, in a later season. And I would love to see it in the context of like a pre-merge versus, merge boot similar to uh, return of the outcasts um I, and i also not only um her potential as a player but i i really like um her confessionals i think she's, she's so really, entertaining to watch she's a really good confessionalist yeah yeah and i mean it's funny because again it brings up that whole argument where we had this argument a few weeks ago on the podcast about you know why is it that a lot of women on the show is it just misogyny is it just well we're not going to give women an opportunity to talk I, I kind of lean towards no in general a lot of women play the game a lot more with a, a backseat in mind and they're probably not as charismatic you know i'm not saying all of them but it happens and i think a mm -hmm. character like ellie comes on board like she went out at the merge she easily if she didn't have the personality that she had she could have been a non-entity this season but her personality shown through and they gave us more confessionals from her and she's got a way of articulating what she's thinking in a way that it is entertaining and you want to listen and you want to know what is ellie thinking you know i mean certain things that Ellie read, like for instance, coming into this mergatory episode where they get together on this one beach, somehow Baka was decided to be the island that everybody was going to end up on. Yeah. How we got there, no one knows. But when they got there and they had these little conversations with each other, she has the makings of a great player because she gets that bit of information about Cody and the palm from hat and the fact that he's got all the beads. And she doesn't disclose that to anybody. She doesn't blow Cody's cover like some amateur players maybe would do. She keeps that information so she can go and talk to Janine about it and say, hey, we now even more so need to be with Vessi because at least with them, we know which one of the players have got the idol. We don't know in Coco who's got it. So she's got great instincts for the game. She's great yeah. at confessionals. I feel like we lost the queen, to be honest with you. You know, I really feel like we lost one of the, like, I'm sad to see her go, but it was exciting to watch. Online Survivor has had a theme of standing random pre-merge women that don't mm. show like that much you know it doesn't even make special. sense it's just she's a but woman then, that shot for them then <laughs> i see ellie and i don't see very much support for her of like queen Why? and i'm like if anyone like her you know like i just i'd really liked her 
Yeah, I mean, she deserves it. She was a character. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't even in my team, and I'm like yeah, the, elite, the one, number one stand. Yeah. Like, I'm standing over her. Yeah. Like, I had so much fun seeing her play this season, and I would love to see her come back. And at least Jay, who's in the live, he agrees. He said, yes, please, hashtag bring back Ellie. Um, and he really liked her as well. And he's saying, imagine a rival season with Ellie and Gabler. Oh, my gosh. We were talking, we were yeah. talking about that. Like, we're going to have to, with everything that's happening this season – um, you know, I feel like, you know, that Sean versus Ricard, um, Ali versus Gabler, like before we know it, we're going to be able to do a cast fantasy draft assessment at the end of the season, Jake, yeah. and we should be able to fill it pretty quickly. This new era has given us a few good rivals and who knows, maybe we'll even get another one from this season, but so far we already have Ali versus Gabler. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so... We need to talk about Gabler. We need to talk about Oh, uh, we, we're, we're going to get into it. But we'll get we, it. Yeah. We, we, let, let's get to the beginning of the episode. We start yeah, off yeah. on this beach. We'll Coco, get gets, Coco gets the information. They're going to go and meet together. Carla, who's the other one for me, the other woman contestant this season who is absolutely killing it. She's entertaining. Wow. She's fun to watch. You know, I, I feel like she's my number one girl in the game. She's been my number one girl for a while. But now with Ellie out of the way, she's undisputedly probably the number one girl in regards to bringing entertainment value in regards to bringing some strategy to the game uh someone that i want to see go find the game she's the only one who's skeptical and says in the coco tribe we know how survival works let's not celebrate yet because we don't know if we've actually merged and that does end up becoming true when they go to uh the beach at baka and everybody gets together what did you think of this limbo status that players were in they're all there that don't have the buffs um and they just get to socialize without jeff being there without a merge feast being there what was your thoughts on this we've seen elements of this in the past where there isn't a full merge but I thought it was pretty refreshing in some ways. I kind of still enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was it was kind of it was interesting to see them self-aware of like mm, we're not there yet. Of like yeah. what is this like you know hourglass coming back like you know they didn't explicitly mention it but it was it had to have been on their minds, you know. Um yeah, absolutely and just like you know there was already strategy going on of like you mentioned ellie um you know noticing the comment from noel about cody's a bead hat and like you know there was already stuff happening and just it was, it was what about owen what about owen and his confessional talking about who's got what advantages and they're he's, like i don't know i wish i had that little thing in the bottom to tell me and it says owen no yeah. advantage the producers had a yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, and he's speaking for for all of us when he says like it's hurting my head of like you yeah. know how many uh how sorry how many advantages there are out there of like you know for me and you i think you know we can pretty easily like keep track of it because you know we do th this every week but um and we've the got the spreadsheet viewer, we've got the spreadsheet, <laughs> got the spreadsheet of course yeah, yeah easy um, he doesn't have a spreadsheet out on the island that's all he needs he just needs access to excel and then he'd be fine exactly um, um my dad watches with me every week and like you know he doesn't he doesn't remember he might remember like um i no, i honestly he probably doesn't remember like um i forgot noel at the i forgot noel at the steal a vote when they did that i'm yeah. like oh that's right she's got the steal a vote so i'm glad that owen yeah. 
helped us out a little bit there. Even for us, I'm not perfect. Keep either, a track yeah. of it. Yeah, like I'm not hard. perfect either. I'm not saying that like you know I'm such a fan that I, I can I can keep track of it. You know, my dad he's not as big a fan, but like you know I feel like my dad represents like most of the fandom of like they don't yeah. keep track of that. So I also like I liked it because. Yeah, Owen is kind of speaking for us, but then also it does the job of reminding the viewers who has what. And if I, I actually I did I also forgot that Noel had that because like it's just random. It was just random, and so it was it was good to see that again. Uh, reminder. Yeah, it was great to see it. It's great to see Owen thinking about who's got what advantages and how he now needs to navigate. He does point out they've got no idea who in the Coco tribe has the idol for the Coco tribe. And we both know it's Carla. And this is why I love Carla, because Carla, you're playing the strategy that I would want to play if I was out on the island. I would not tell a single soul that I've yep. got the idol. And this is the very reason why. So newbies to Survivor, new players who want to go and play this game, get your notepads out. Go to Carla's university and start taking notes because <laughs> she is teaching people how to play this game, Jake, that we've been yep. telling so long for so many times that you don't give information away freely. Now, there are certain situations I will admit that you sometimes have to use it as a tool of leverage. She has not been in that situation where she needed to do that. And I feel like people are just so open with information and just giving things away. I mean, another example of that in this episode and i'm jumping slightly ahead is when they had the merge feast and people were talking about well let's do this final seven alliance here um ryan you know no one's gonna go for it and then you have in that very moment everybody telling each other who they're aligned with and they're like no protect i want to protect these two i'm gonna protect those two so i would have just been like, oh okay great so those are your two allies okay that's your so there's no secrets people are just giving everybody yeah. this information where carla even in that situation, twice now, she didn't give anybody the idle information, and she's not giving anybody information in regards to who she's aligned with. She stays quiet and just listens and takes notes. Well done, Carla. Take a bow. I was I was excited to see this season that the idols didn't require them to, you know, say say a phrase out loud and make it so obvious. Um, you know, it had to be the the beads, which, you know, can seem suspicious, but like, you know, it could just seem like, yeah, I'm just making a bracelet. So, and I, I was just like, don't tell anyone, please just don't, <laughs> people don't tell, you know, Cody, I'll give him a pass because it was such short notice that, that one vote, he had to bring in Jesse and NECA, but Janine, uh, telling Ellie and how did it get out to everyone i don't even remember but like people know don't let people know Gable. don't let people know that's Gable. how it got out gable has got loose lips you know and he was yeah. in that meal feast as well but we'll we'll get into that um yeah. and we'll definitely jay talk a little bit more about ellie uh because i can see you've got a different comment coming up here uh let's read that now to see if it's applicable going back to ellie for a second i think that her keeping gable in place of mariah left a lot of people with a bad taste in their mouth, especially since a lot of people want a successful women's alliance. Okay, so that's why Ellie's receiving so much hate, potentially, or not respect online from the other females, because people want to yeah. see a strong female alliance. Um, I just want to see good gameplay, you know? I was and just, I was more upset about the Mariah vote, and we've already said this a couple times, that, like, I just still don't get it. 
I just, I just, don't. I just don't think, I don't think that there was any reason at that point in the game to vote anyone out. So it's like they were grasping yeah. for straws. They're like, we like all these people, we want to stay with them, and they were just grasping at straws to get them out. But clearly, Ellie made a mistake because Mariah did want to do the female alliance, and she would have stayed loyal to Ellie at that stage in the game, and she would have had the numbers going deeper into the game. But it's that catch twenty-two, like we've always said in the pre-merge section of the game. Do you go with power to try and win, like physical strength, or or, um, you know, being able to win challenges, or do you go with allegiances? And different tribes have made different choices at different times, and it's sometimes blown up in their face, and sometimes it's worked out for them. In this case, it blew up in Ellie's face. Yeah, you know, we can. I, I have more thoughts on, still have more thoughts on that first vote that I could talk about right now, but we're on this episode, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was an interesting, it was an interesting decision by uh, Jay. He says I think Ellie felt like she could control Gabler more, which that obviously blew up in her face because Sammy is the one controlling Gabler for the most part, for the most part. But this episode yeah. was very difficult to control him in any case. But uh, yeah. again, back here at the, that's basically all that happened at the tribe before they go to the challenge. So they go to the challenge um jeff lets them know tribal idols are no longer a thing in the game they're now going to be fighting at the next section in the game but he doesn't say it's individual immunity he gives them the lowdown on what they're going to be doing it's an obstacle course race where they have to collect sandbags put it put puzzle pieces crates like puzzle pieces onto a sled carry it over build a puzzle to climb up and then they had to go up a very steep ramp and at the end do like a puzzle that they had to put together uh which was interesting to see but before they actually go into this they have to draw from rocks and he explains that there'll be two teams it's a blue team and a red team and he says this time whoever wins will make the merge the other team will not get there yet they will have to earn their way to the merge and they will be eligible to be voted out at the next tribal council but he does say no one this time will lose their right to have the merge if they win so he makes that clear to them from the start so it does look like you know jeff says he doesn't listen to the fans he doesn't listen to the tweets it does look like he sometimes listens a little bit even if it's like 10 percent. the spirit of danny mccray lives on um his i don't know if it if it was specifically danny but i i like that you know they changed it you know we don't know exactly if they would have kept specifically the hourglass or you know because people may have expected it but who knows because jeff was planning to have both island of the idols and edge of extinction in the same season so i don't i don't trust him with uh with some of these major twists i thank you thank you jeff for just changing it because it was not good yeah it wasn't something that anybody enjoyed seeing seeing um people especially win, the players in the way the players are supposed to be having fun and they're yeah. not yeah exactly so happy that he changed it happy that he let them know from the start that it's out of the game so that they didn't have that fear in them in regards to what's next we have to think about a twist here um i'm glad that he made it clear to them What's interesting to me, though, like I, I loved, were you a fan of the fact that they did this before the merge? Because you mentioned to me in the week that Jeff has somewhere said, 
you may have tweeted this or had an interview somewhere. I didn't see it myself, but you said that he's come out and said that earn the way to the merge is here to stay. So it's something similar to the fire challenge that they brought in. Potentially they want to continue to do this moving forward in the game. Do you like this element, this additional element that allows you to graduate from the pre-merge section to the merge section section in the game? Do you think that it's something that we should see? Were you a fan of this twist being in the game? Do you think it adds to the excitement or do you feel like it's overkill? So I think I may have misled you because I didn't mean that it was here to stay as in... Indefinitely. Like indefinitely as it yeah. is more as if like, it's going to continue like for the next two seasons, the next cycle. I don't oh, know okay. if it's, if it's going in, I think it's in 44. I don't think it's confirmed if it's in 45 and beyond. Um, but 44 has already been filmed and I'm pretty sure it's in it too. Um, but to answer your question, uh, I, I like that, you know, it's something, you know, just having a straight up merge every season is it can get, you know, repetitive and boring. So just have something, but I don't think it's like this crazy, like game changing, you know, thing. You know, I, I like that it's something different. And I think it is interesting when only some people are, when like, you know, they have a bunch of people immune, but everyone is voting. I, I think that's it. I like that, that because it narrows the options. So there's a bit more scrambling and that, that can be entertaining. So I like that yeah. aspect. Yeah. One one slight adjustment that I would have made to this twist, I like it as well because we don't get to see the swap in the new era because of the tribes being so much smaller because there's three different tribes. I kind of, for the longest period of time, I was like, okay, swaps are just, it's swap screwing some of my favorite players. I'm not enjoying it. I don't yeah. like seeing someone go out because it's not in their hands, but I do miss the scramble that a good swap brings into the game. And it also um, means that you have to be smarter about the way you vote people out and keeping them in the loop because what if you need that person who's at the bottom when you get into a swap and they're in your tribe so it's kind of removed that element from the game so the one thing i may want to see in the future with this in the merge spot is that maybe when they split the two teams in six only the the six people that lose are eligible to go home and also only they are allowed to vote at their tribal council because they're at risk so that would have been an interesting dynamic to see cody suddenly in a tribe where he's like the the person in the middle that could go either way with either the two cocos or the three baka to make up that number like how would they mm. strategize how would they yeah. scramble because we don't get to see the swap this could be like hey here's like a little mini swap for you just to you know satisfy the fact that we haven't seen it for a while i believe they have already done that in survivor fiji and it yeah. was michelle Yi, another one of those obscure pre-merge well i i guess it was the merge i don't know um female uh being females being stand by the online community that needs to come back um yet ellie gets no love but i i think i'll disagree with you i think that i i like everyone voting i think it, it makes for more a bit more chaos yeah well, they have to scramble to try and keep their alliance members safe. So it forces mm -hmm. people to show who they are. Yeah, yeah. Like we saw at this merge feast, right? It's again, I go back to that whole merge feast with Gabler, you know, openly when they're saying, okay, well, I'm going to protect X, Y, and Z. I'm going to protect X, Y, and Z. And Gabler comes out and he says, well, Ellie went through my bag on day three, so I'm good to vote for her. 
I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Gabler is a madman. I know. I was like, because at first he just said, I want to keep Owen and Sammy. And I was like, hmm. Like, I was like, okay, Gabler, you're being a little cryptic. You know, good on you for not just. And then two seconds later, yeah, well, Ellie went through my bag, so I don't trust her. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, the looks on people's faces were, were. And then Carla, you know, her confessional was great about just talking about like, what like what is happening and i i love it i love it because and this is why we can't be only casting super fan super fan no. super fan yeah who are like i'm gonna be the next boston rob russell hans kim spradlin like the, not, the next rob sister nino you know yes. like play the game body strategy you i don't want, want that i want at least one gabler on every season for the rest of time somebody or roxroy someone like roxroy where gable is the philip shepherd of this season we called yeah. it i think we pretty much called it day one we're like is he going to be like the philip shepherd of the season and i feel like he is he's the character but he's clearly yeah. not a great player like i mean do i love gable yeah. would i want gable to be on every single all-stars moving forward yes bring him back he's fun but is he yeah. a great player no <laughs> i don't think he's a great player and he, and he and he does it twice here because he he brings this dirty laundry out in front of everybody but then also when he has his confrontation with ellie which janine. we'll get into he goes to janine and talks to janine <laughs> in front of ryan and nearly talk i think i can't remember if he actually outed the fact that she had an idol in front of ryan yeah. but but he, yeah. yeah he was just like very he open did. she's like well i need to i need to go talk to you somewhere else and ryan is just sitting there's like i wouldn't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> and i i love that it was ryan that heard it because yeah ryan is just i don't know what ryan's doing does anyone know what he's i don't know listen this this was ryan this was ryan ryan in the beginning of the episode he's like i'm so happy finally i get to cut ties with this coco people who've just betrayed yeah. me They're, they they yeah. don't have my back i've went from the top to the bottom i'm gonna jump ship as soon as i get to the merge he gets to the merge he's like this is a bunch of crazy people i don't have a place to go now he's running back to the coco tribe because he's <laughs> like i'd rather know i'd rather deal yeah. with the crazy i know than the crazy i don't yeah i know i was like um who was it, Jesse, um, Dwight, and Cody, you know, he walked in on them and they told him, you know, it's actually Ellie that's that's throwing out Cass, Cassidy and James. And when I when they told him, I was like, oh, like this is going to lead into like a Ryan storyline of like, you know, will he or won't he? Now, yeah. just two seconds later, guys, you'll never believe what I just heard. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, yeah. Ryan, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. I, no, really I think he's doing the right thing. I think like yeah, yeah. I think Ryan like wanted to jump badly, but then he realized like Bucka's a mess. Fessy mm -hmm. is yeah. like tight. I probably should stay somewhere where I can. But he did make inroads with Fessy because he went to Fessy and he spoke to Dwight, Cody, and Jesse at the time when they were like giving the information about the fact that Coco members are being targeted. And they told him, let's vote for Ali. And he switched the vote to build loyalty at that point with those three guys. So I think that like Ryan clearly had a very bad episode, the previous episode, but I don't think, you know, he did anything bad. Also, just while we're on the subject of Ryan, I completely went over this, but what an impressive display in that challenge when he went yeah. full Superman or Spider-Man got yeah, his yeah. legs in and went upside down to help Carla up, man. What a beast he was in that challenge. And Carla yeah. with her hand that was smashed. 
no, that was that was awesome. That was the exact thing I was thinking. And then Jeff said it once like later of, you know, he looked like Spider-Man. Yeah, it was it was super cool. And just knowing that, like, you know, Ryan, his whole story of like having cerebral palsy and like not even being um projected by doctors to be able to walk and then he's doing you know 20 something years later he's doing that like I'd, I'd love to see the reaction of of the doctors who told his mom back then to see that 20 something years later uh and then carla you know did correct me if i'm wrong did they go back to i don't think they went back to her about the hand about her hand did she they ever did follow up on it Hmm. no they didn't it just looked like she smashed it really bad in the challenge and there was a lot of blood and um yeah. i feel like there's some shows where like even international survivor i feel like something like that happens um survivors of africa would be like hold hold get the medics in stop the whole show like yeah, i feel yeah. like safety would just take over yeah. jeff's just like the survivor suck it up <laughs> yeah. keep moving you know and she yeah. has to like continue to move with this you know bloody hand while they're yeah, out I didn't there even think about that yeah, I feel I like think about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know about Australia. Australia is also pretty brutal, but I feel like South Africa. Um, I love South Africa. It's probably been my favorite franchise in recent seasons. But I do know that in this case, they would have probably freaked out and been like, "That ah, stop, stop!" Because we had some pretty intense things happen in this last season, which I know you didn't watch for Return of the Outcasts, mm -hmm. where they had to like stop challenges. Um, I could be wrong. I could could be completely wrong, but I just feel like this whole thing about tough it up keep going with your hand yeah. um and carla was having a bad time on that challenge like if she didn't have the likes of orion helping her up there i think she wasn't going to get up there like um yeah. that was not not her best moment but also being noel can you imagine being noel sitting on the side like with blue oh, struggling gosh. so much and you just yeah. be nervous as I, hell that you picked the wrong team you know chris you know this about me that i someday want to be on the show sometimes i think like how am I going to handle all the stress? Because like I get, I get very worked up very easily and like, just, I could just feel it in my, in my bones. Like, Oh, I'm so stressed right now, you know? And like being Noel and just like seeing Carla uh, jump up and struggle to get up there. And, and Gabler too was struggling. I would have just been like dying. I just been like, I'm going home because I chose the wrong team, you know, just conceding. Um, yeah. and my, even my dad was like, oh, I'm, oh, Carla, she, 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 she blew it. She shouldn't have, she shouldn't have smashed her finger. She blew it for that, for the blue team. Yeah. And then, yeah, miraculously not, not only made it up, but finished the seems puzzle okay. first. And she seems yeah, okay. Seems too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The puzzle, the puzzle was done, um, by who was the two people from blue who ended up smashing Jeanine it up? And... Oh, I kind of remember who those two people were. So Blue had Janine. Dwight and Janine. Yeah. yeah. Dwight and Janine carried them on the puzzle against Ali and Owen. And um, yeah, really just came from nowhere behind. James was interesting because he he had the puzzle early on. If you remember, James was the one saying, yeah. this is the phrase. And then people were like, shh, don't. don't and then Ellie. Like, yeah. Ellie blew it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor Ellie. it's just crazy like yeah who did you think when you saw these two tribes standing there and you saw the likes of janine gabler ryan dwight jesse and carla going up against cassidy james sammy cody ellie and owen who, who did you think was going to win it the red team same i was like red and that's I was why like, i was so shocked even... when noel choose chosen the blue team 
I was like, even? I was like, they have Gabler. That alone, <laughs> like, brings them down, like, five pegs. Like, and then, yeah, they had Cody uh, on the other team. Like, I don't But Gabler, I Gabler did, did impress me on the physical stuff. He seemed to be, like, for an he... older guy, he's actually in shape. Like, I mean, put some respect on the guy's name. He's not the greatest strategist in the game. But, he, I mean, physically, he kept up with them. And I think that's also why, in the beginning of the season, they chose to keep Gabler for a little bit longer because he had that physicality about him. Yeah, I guess um, Gabler is just so so good that his um, manipulation is actually rubbing off on the viewers. Me, I didn't even. I'm starting to think that you know he's trying to lower his threat level in the game, and it's actually rubbing off on me. I'm not even perceiving him. Um, yeah, as, as a physical as <laughs> Imagine, imagine yeah. Gabler ends up being the challenge beast of the season, and he wins like oh three God. or four immunities. Like it would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows uh, I want to go back to one of the comments here from Jay where he mentioned for real, give me one of Roxroy, Brad, or Gabler every season. Brad, oh my gosh, I forgot that. about him. Yeah, we Brad agree. We hundred percent agree. Yeah. Brad was fun. Brad he he went it too was. early. Um mm -hmm. also here Jay says narrowing options are better because an emerge episode prior to this new era, everyone would gang up on one person who's out of um out of a tribe and it would be boring vote off like Elizabeth and David versus Goliath. Yeah. It can happen sometimes, but then you can also get, you know, Kageyan where you know it was differed by one vote. Um mm. but you know that was a I mean it was 11 people versus 13, which, you know, did the two people really make that much of a difference? But personally, I just feel like 13 just is a lot. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I like the way that they that they did it here this episode. It definitely looks like a lot when you're so used to seeing these small tribes of six and you suddenly go to 12. Yeah, oh my gosh, like the, tribal the, council, the tribal council when everyone came in, I was like, wow. Lot. Yeah. yeah. Even Jeff was like, "Wow, there's a lot of people," because yeah. he's not even used to having that many people in front of him anymore in a tribal council. Yeah. So obviously, the this happens. We see Blue win. They're they're all safe. We've spoken about the merge feast, but we haven't spoken about the team that ends up being in trouble. So the likes <coughs> of Cassidy, James, Sammy, Cody, Ali, and Owen, they all go back to camp. Ali is besides herself tears feels really bad she's let everybody down they console her it looked like ellie was socially doing extremely well like everybody liked her she was getting in with everybody um but she starts doing a lot of plotting and i think this is where she really ended up losing the plot at this stage in the game is the fact that she wants to have all these fake plans in place she wants to get close to cody to let cody um, know that he's going to be firstly the person they're going to throw the decoy plan on. Now, if you're a savvy survivor player, you don't want to be the decoy player. And you definitely don't. If somebody comes to you and they're like, hey, I'm willing for you to be the decoy, that should put a warning sign on you. And you should be like, well, why? Why don't you just split it on both Coco if you want to work with Vessi? But she wants to tell that to Cody and she then wants to go to James and also Cassidy. And Cassidy, and this is probably another reason why I feel like a lot of people on Twitter, because there are pro strong female alliances on Twitter and the online community um, will probably be against Ellie as Cassidy again, for the second time, the season offers a strong female type of working relationship here for Ellie, which she doesn't go with. Yeah. Ellie is, is anti-woman uh, confirmed. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's um, you know, I mean, we've had two women winners in a row, you know, like, I think 
people are less like kind of um upset at like the disparities between women winners and men male winners because i think we had six in a row six men in a row that's a lot um, that's a lot you know yeah. and it, it just it kind of seemed like kind of the the meta of the game kind of just favored men and like you know and especially in like island of the idols there was the editors like you know propped up the, the females so much uh and then you know tommy you know the complete opposite like you know very boring winner you know went on to win so that's not really on my mind anymore to be honest like i used to think about that like during like winners at war and, and island of the idols of like oh maybe there's gonna be a female winner you know this season oh that'd be cool you know and then erica won i was like oh yeah cool like you know new era like maybe it's like kind of smoothed out any disparities there were um but you know now i don't know i don't really think about it that much and it's it's Same. interesting yeah. yeah it's interesting because like i think only geo only only guy to be voted off right yeah that's what jay is saying here he says people are complaining because five out of six women have been voted out this pre-merge um yeah and yeah it is true it is like for me i felt sad to see ellie go before the merge because I felt like she deserved to get to the merge, but then she would have had to get to the merge above somebody else. And there isn't really, I don't know what's wrong with me this season. Normally there's like, I got to, got to kind of be against this one player, you know, like I want to see the downfall of this one player. I don't really have that yeah. player this season, Jake. Like I'm actually enjoying everybody this season, but I do want to talk about that because I do agree with you. I feel like um, online it's so heavily, but it's, I don't think it's a, it's a casual fan thing. It's an online community, Reddit, Twitter, Definitely. that type of thing where it's like you know if a if a men's alliance get together we can't celebrate that that's a bad thing that men dare to work together Rock which i look at it it's like i look at that and i'm like oh wow what a great what a great example for young men looking at the game to see that men can work together they don't have to be fighting each other you know i'm not yeah. saying that i want to see it every season 100 don't want to see men dominate every single season but you know we've got a season here where five out of six have been women that have gone home that's unheard of. Like it doesn't happen every season. I'm sure next season it's not going to happen. If it does, then I'll start looking at it and saying, well, maybe something's wrong here. But I don't think that people plan for that. They, they, for mm -hmm. most of these players that have gone home, there is very legitimate reasons for why each one of them have gone home and it's down to themselves, except for Moira. She's like the one person I will give She's the, the exemption to because yeah. what could she have done? It was the first episode, you know, know. but yeah. like, I just feel like some of these arguments are outplayed for me now. I've heard it too many times. In the beginning, I was the same as you. I felt it. And also, it was like, oh, you know, I, I want to see a woman win this thing. And I, and I would still be happy. Like, I, if Carla wins this thing, man, like, what a season this would be because she has played a phenomenal game. If Cassidy win this season, like, I won't hold it against her. She's the kind of player that does win the new meta of Survivor. I wouldn't even be shocked if Cassidy wins it because I feel like she is playing that kind of Erica type of game right now. Yes, I'm I'm with you because um yeah, you look you gotta look at the context. You can't just look at the results of like, you know, you see each of these vote offs, you know, except for Mariah. Um very legitimate reasons. <laughs> Sorry, my dog. Uh, <laughs> um you know, very legitimate reasons, each of them. And this is, you know, I kind of just just thought about this, you know, like there's been 43 seasons. It's gonna happen sometimes. It's just going to happen 100%. where, like, you know, there's a so-and-so percent chance, probably very low, that this would happen five of the first six. 
it's it's there the pr- the probability is there it exists and it just happened to happen and this is not something that's going to happen every season it just happens to be this one and that's in fact I, that makes me you know more interested because like that's what i love about survivor is like anything can happen you don't want you to know? see the same thing play out every no. single season in my mind no absolutely not yeah um, Jay here says, yes, Cass even had a confessional like Erica early on about wanting to be like a sly fox who cuts people's throat and they don't see it coming. I, I think Cass is the, like we've spoken about it on this podcast many a times, Jake, what is the meta player? New age meta player is the woman, the female player. She's like the, the like the era between season 30 and season 40 was definitely, like you said, men, men, men dominated that era of Survivor. This new era have been two female winners in a row, two female players who played from behind the scenes who, like, I mean, Marianne was a little bit more out there. She was a lot more sparkly. I think Erica really is the closest comparison right now to Cass and what I'm seeing. Um, yeah. But I do think that Cass is a little bit more cutthroat than Erica. Like, I think she would slit your throat in a second. And I love that villainous side about it. Um, is there only uh, one other woman still in the game outside? Of, no, two other women. So we've got Janine, who I actually do like, but I think she's in a lot of trouble right now. Janine is in so yeah. much trouble after losing. Like, actually, I, what yeah. is her route forward? Uh, I don't, it's so hard to say because like, she is just in such a bad spot. Like it was like, you know, she came from a tribe where she was kind of on already on the outs her and her one ally went home. Um, excuse me. Um, but I, I actually like this episode. I was, I kind of realized like, I don't know. I just really like Janine. I like, like her. I don't know. I, think she's I don't a great know player. why. I don't know why this, this episode specifically. I was just like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to be rooting for her from now on for some reason. Like oh, she's the underdog. She's the underdog, and I just kind of liked her how she was like so much absurd, <laughs> so much absurdity from Gabler, and she was just like putting up with it. And I was just like, "Girl, I, I do not envy you." Like, because like if I were her, I'd be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, what is happening? Why is Gabler yeah. telling Ryan right in front of us that you know I have an idol?" Like, I would just be so done. But she is just like. You know, she stayed extremely calm for yeah. all of that pressure. Stayed extremely calm, pulled him aside, you know, had conversations. Uh, I do like Janine. I, I've said this from the start. Janine, I think, has got some game in her. I was really worried for Janine that she was going to go, if you remember, before Ellie in that pre-merge section of the game because yeah. I just we didn't see a lot of her and her confessionals from the beginning. She very slowly has emerged now in the last couple of episodes where she is finally starting to get me some points on the board because she is one of my picks um, because she She's been talking a lot. Now, that could be a good or a bad thing. It could mean she's one of the next couple to go because sometimes players get that little bit more of a presence before they are ultimately snuffed out of the game. But I do think she's a capable player. Now it's going to be interesting. Can she find a way to go back to the likes of an Owen and a um, Sammy and a Gabler? Does Gabler even want to work with her? Ali did not blow the cover that Janine was actually the one who went through his bag. Um, Gabler doesn't know that. If he knew that, I'd say there's no chance, but Gabler might still feel inclined to welcome her back into the Baka fold. And um, ultimately, Baka sacrificing a number here, was that the right decision? Now, we know that it was sort of Sammy who said, I need to get take care of her right now because she knows that I spoke to Gabler. Because Gabler outed that. He outed to Ali that Sammy is the one who told me this. Yep. So I feel like for Sammy, it probably was the right move. Because if you've got one person there of Definitely. Ali's 
capabilities and he's seen firsthand what she can do and how she strategizes, it's probably best to take her out than have her there as a loose risk that could come for you when you least expect it. But was that the right move for Baka as a whole? I don't know. You know, to be honest, like, I just, I can't get a freaking read on Owen. I just can't. I don't know what's, like, like, did he really, like, I think he kind of mentioned, like, I don't know what, like, was he super enthusiastic about voting out Ellie? I don't know. Sammy very clearly was like, she's got to go. Like, she, she has, she, she has knowledge that I don't want getting out about me that you know i'm kind of playing both that was playing both sides um but for owen i just don't know and for gabler i don't even know at this point like he he did it so recklessly that i can't even i can't even tell you if the end result was good on its own but i Mm. can tell you the way he went about it was bad but like i don't know i don't know because like ellie probably wasn't gonna was she gonna target him? Probably not. Like, I don't so much chaos in this episode. Just so much chaos. See, I was I mean... trying to look for this this link that I saw on 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 Edgic. Um, and I can't remember exactly who I think that it's I think it's between three players right now who they think is the winner, but most people have got Sammy oh, running away. I believe with I believe it's Carla, Sammy, and Cassidy. And Cody. Cody as well. I think Cody was third. Um, so it was, oh, I think it right. was Sammy, Carla, yeah. and Cody. I think those are the people that they're most onto. Yeah. I don't see Cody winning. I think Jesse, for yeah. me, Jesse is more of a potential winner I than think, Cody in that trial. Yeah. So I don't like do Edgic, but like I, yeah, I, I didn't follow it in depth. I just saw a, a Instagram thing pop up today <laughs> where somebody's put up this is the leaders on the Edgic board, which is interesting for yeah. those people who don't like. I'm sure most people who listen to podcasts, they probably, um, are very aware of what Edgic is, but if you're more of a casual fan and you just check this out because you like to see our rants, um, which is fine, um, you know, Edgic is basically there's this whole system where they've worked out different types of players like over the top uh, characters, under the radar characters, complex characters, middle of the road characters, and they put like negative or positive spins on their edit. And based on that, they predict by the end of the season who they think is going to win. I instinctively do that by reading the edit, but I don't really do it with the analytics behind it, which these guys do. A lot of the times they do get it wrong as well, which is always fun to see. I mean... Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say is like I follow Edgic out of curiosity to see who they are looking at. And to be honest, it can be um kind of spoilery sometimes because like they in some seasons they've been like very adamant about one person and you're like, but why? why? And then they end up winning and it's like, how'd you know? So that but also like yeah in the past two seasons they were pretty confident that like marianne wasn't up there it towards the end they finally were like mm, okay yeah maybe. maybe she has a chance and then by by the omar episode they were like She's okay winning. yeah it's marianne yeah. And so, that was the same yeah. journey that you and I went through because I remember like yeah. a couple of episodes before the end, just before the move on on Omar, I was like, 
for some of the reason Marianne keeps having these confessionals and we keep seeing her point of view, I feel like yep. she could still win this thing. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but I feel like she could still win it. And then when the yep. Omar thing happened, we're like, okay, cool. That's how she wins the show, basically. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that Jay's got a great point here, but this is the new era. You can trust if the edit. You... you can't trust the edit, especially after 41. You're right. You can't trust it. But you know, if, if you're going to go buy it right now, I would I would probably go with Sammy. I think you reckon you reckon Sammy's got that I, um, based on the edit. He's 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 strong. I think he's a top three if candidate. I'm, if I'm kind of incorporating both, like just looking at the gameplay and also the edit, like kind of combining them, then I would say Sammy. But if you're just looking at the edit, probably Carla. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Once upon an island. Welcome to the live stream. Great to have you here um for those who are not aware if you're listening to the audio version of this once upon an island also has a youtube channel and does great survivor content i was lucky enough to collab with him when we did our survivor rankings with russell muscle flynn masters and a few other youtube channels go check it out on youtube give them a subscription even if you don't uh, in general check too much i'm sure most people that listen to podcasts also check video content out it's normally a shorter format in any case um once upon an island i'm up late editing and our puffs cross that's awesome that's awesome we normally do it at this time once upon an island to sort of fit in at the moment with my schedule more so than jake's and it kind of still works out in an okay time for jake um yeah. as well since he's not an eastern standard time but uh this sort of works up a little bit better for me um i think i think sammy's got a great spot um i still think that jesse i i haven't lost focus on him i still think that he is also saying the right things at the right times he could yeah, just yeah. be that character yeah. that gets very close but you know he talked about the fact that prior to the merch it was the gladiator you know phase you learn you know you, you earn your stripes and then you get into mm -hmm. the real arena when you get to the merge they've constantly focused on him even at the times when vessi didn't really in the last couple of episodes they weren't like the center of the storyline somehow yeah. jesse keeps popping in even more consistently than cody when it comes to the confessionals therefore i think people are still missing a little bit on him Edgic is like completely done with Jesse. They're like, yeah, he's, he's out. And I just, I, why? Uh, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Um, I know bits and pieces. I, you know, I think everyone kind of has a sense of the edit of like they can see, you know, why are they showing that and not, you know, we hear like from people when they get voted out, like, oh, yeah, there was this whole like um, storyline happening on the tribe but they didn't show it um uh, and so you have to wonder like hmm, why didn't they show that but they are showing like you know with like winners at war they're showing like tony gathering coconuts and papayas like but then you hear like there was so much other stuff happening it's like there's a reason for that and obviously it was interesting because yeah. interesting so so you're saying that the eject might be reading into more than just the actual episodes but they're also reading into exit interviews and things like that that's coming out i don't think edgic is supposed to like the like the the founder of edgic i don't yeah. think he intended for that but like i think they they do and i think people who analyze the edit do maybe they don't like do the like you know middle of the road complex personality stuff but like people who analyze the edit you know they'll they'll do their extracurricular activities and see like well, ex interviews yeah on level of excitement right now if you could choose someone to win this 
and it would be an exciting season. I think Sammy would be one of those people because you know it's going to be a record that's going to get smashed for the youngest player ever. There would be this whole reveal at the end. I'm actually not 22, 23. I'm actually 19, which would blow people's minds. Carla would be an exciting win because I still think that based off what we've seen, like Coco, the next couple of votes might be Coco back-to-back going. I just think Baka and... Um, Vessi will find a way to work together and get those numbers yeah. because Noel is going to be that glue between the likes of an Owen, for instance, and herself. We saw them talking in this episode. I think they'll find a way to work together. Noel being the only other female player currently in the game, we saw very little of her this episode. Um, I, I would be happy for her from a personal standpoint if she won the game, but the edit hasn't gotten me behind it to the point where I'm like, man, I wish she wins because she's got this great strategic gameplay that she's sort of, you know, displaying in front of us right now i really liked her episode the one where she got the steal a vote like that episode i was like okay like yeah like she's she's coming out and she like is shown like she's not just you know here to like become buddies with with the other girl on the tribe and like you know like she you know she's she's a fan and she wants to win and she's playing you know she's playing she's like you know making cross tribal you know alliances they were willing to give her an advantage you know but then she went back into the into the shadows and especially yeah. this episode too where like so many people kind of had to share the spotlight you know yeah jay here in the live says that uh the funny thing is that jeff said in a podcast recently that there is no winners edit and air quotations um while jeff also said that ben drebergen is in his mount rushmore so (laughs) i would put those two together and uh, i think jeff likes to poke at fans sometimes a little bit he knows there's no winners edit he's being you know i mean it's kind of undeniable that there is yeah, like and I I, think, like they yeah. sometimes mask it better. And like again, yeah. like this is why it's so interesting that why do certain winners get better edits than others? Like why like why did Erica's edit? Like I still feel like you know th- this is the best thing. And I know we always go back to Erica. People are probably like, why do you keep talking about Erica? Well, it's so fresh in my mind because it's a recent season, right? And I yeah. think that Erica, the the production team did her a favor by editing her the way that they did. Because if she comes back for a all-star season or a winners of war season, people will underestimate her because they didn't show much of her game. Mm, true. Yeah. And then there's, there's Tony who are like, you know, they showed every bit of craziness. You can't come back they... ever. You can yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we and, said that about winners of war. We said that about, we said that about yeah, winners of war. Um, but yeah, with the, with the whole winners edit, I think what Jeff is trying to say is like, there's no like blueprint that the editors are like, okay, so the winner, okay, who's the winner? Oh, it's this person. Okay, well, they got to have this and then this. You know, it's not like a, you know, a, you know, there's no like instructions for the editors of like, you have to do this and this and this. But it's an undeniable fact that like the editors know the results, they know every single placement and they yeah. edit it accordingly. They build a story. That. They yeah. build a story. And so it's 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 silly to say that they you know to imply that but to say i think i would agree i don't know if if this is exactly what jeff meant but i would agree you know the editors don't just say like oh blueprint blueprint you know for the winner yeah yeah, like that yeah it it can't be that predictable like there has to be a certain bit of nuance to it because otherwise people will it would be like australian survivor (laughs) 
<laughs> Australians are like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this person's getting the winner edit. Oh, this yeah, person, yeah. like the last two seasons, easiest winner to spot the, what was, ever what, in the history of Survivor. What was Pia's, um, the smiling assassin? The smi- Pia was ev- okay. Pia, Pia's, Pia's edit was okay. Like, I mean, it got to the point at the merge where I was like, hmm, I think she's going to win it. But I didn't spot it like week one, day one, where with the last two winners, I spotted it in, like literally in the first week. I was like, okay, this person's winning and that person's winning. And I yeah. did not change my mind from the first week onwards. It's just funny because like, you know, with Edgic, they pay attention to the, the small details. And with Australian Survivor, it's it's not very small. They're, they're no, big, it gets thrashed down your throat. This and person's then, winning. So, this person, and it's like three so, people dominate the season. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. So, yes, yeah. I, I think that US is much better at um, yeah. And then I, South Africa is a complete scramble. Like no one knows who's going to win. I don't know if like if people. I feel like the editors. I feel like in yeah. Survivors of Africa, and I know this is not true because I've spoken to Ludu. I kind of have an idea of how they work, but I kind of feel like they probably don't let the editors know who's going to win it by the end and just say, just edit it week by week. We'll give you footage week by week to like yeah. edit it. And that's how they kind of like big brother, you know, like if you watch yes, big brother, it plays, say, it plays yeah. live. So you, you don't get a winner's edit in big brother because they don't know who's going to win it because it's all happening week by week. I was just about to mention big brother and how like, that's the, such a big difference from survivor. And sometimes I really like that, you know, like, cause you know, edgic is like a little side activity to survivor because there's not just the show there's also the online community that you can talk to there's so many seasons there's so many like you know you can i think once upon an island or is it um oh, sorry it's the moranian review that does the um the what ifs like what if the you know merge boot or something was immune or something like and he'll just come up it's just fun and Edgic yeah. is another one of those fun little side things to Survivor. It's not just you watch the show, that's it. There's more. Yeah. And I really like that. Whereas Big Brother doesn't have the, it has the live feeds, but it doesn't have the, they don't, they edit it live. So they don't know who wins. So so let me tell you why at this point I'm enjoying this season more than last season, for instance. Survivor season 42 started off with a bang. The pre-merge was so much fun. Really enjoyed it. But then we got to the merge and I kind of felt like Omar was like running away with it. Like Omar was like the biggest character, the biggest strategic force in the game. We all thought this guy's clearly winning and then he didn't. But this season, I feel like there is at least one of those Omar type of characters in every single tribe that hit the merge. You've got Jesse, you've got Carla, and you also have at this stage Sammy, right? And they all are kind of running the strategic thought in the game, and we're being told a story around that. If you look at the merge here, you know, Carla had her strategic thought about the fact that this may not be the merge. She had the thought about having a conversation at the merge feast and getting all this information that she sat on. Um, and again, she's very much playing in the shadows while she's holding on to her advantage, her idol, and her allies at the same time. And she kept everybody in her tribe in the game. Now, yeah. Sammy obviously saw the warning signs. He knew that Ellie was starting to suspect him as someone that she couldn't trust, and he needed to make a gameplay move to become the main strategist within the Baka tribe, taking out the other strategists and Ellie, becoming the dominant force in the game. Jesse, at this point, very clearly recognized that Janine and Ellie, they were too close in the game and that they needed to split them up, and that is the reason why he started moving the Vesey tribe towards voting that way. So for me, it is at the moment going to be a clash between the heavyweights. Jesse, Sammy, and the likes of Carla. 
I think if I had to make, if I was a gambling man at this point, I don't know why people don't see Jesse as a potential threat in the game or potential to win this game. I don't, I've not checked the exit interview. So maybe there is stuff that's being omitted. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping I'm not spoiling it for myself by having this conversation with you at this stage, Jake. But I do think those, if I, if I was a betting man, those are my three people at this point. And I mean, I've been horribly wrong for two seasons in a row now for Survivor, but they're the three people yeah. I think that have got this thing in the bag. I, that's a very good instinct, Chris. Um, especially when looking at it from like, the factions, the three tribes. And the thing I love about this season right now, it's it's a uh, it's even. There's four from from each tribe right now. We had that, um, well, we would have had that last season if it weren't for the hourglass. And then yes. Um, so um, but with Jesse, I totally agree. Less to not people forget, divorce papers were never signed between Dwight and Jesse. If as far they're as good. we know, they are they're good. Their marriage is strong. No, no I think Vesey is tight. I think they're like this. Like yeah. Vesey feels like the tribe that's got the biggest chance of being the what was it, the Taku tribe last season? What was the yeah? yeah. You know, and like Janine now is a is a free agent. And like there I honestly think there is a chance. Ryan's that like, a free agent. Who's gonna scoop Ryan, Ryan up? Agent. He spoke to the three guys from Vesey. Looked like he bonded and could be a little bromance internet would mm -hmm. melt down if that happened can you imagine ryan joining a little bromance <laughs> even though yeah. i think dwight would not turn his back on noel in any case yeah um i could honestly see sammy and owen potentially working with janine even though she has an idol i think that like it was really ellie that was the, the issue yeah and honestly i think gabler does know that janine was a part of the bag searching but for some reason, it was it was Ellie that he was so, and I think it's because like he felt close to her, so it was really bad. But you know, he doesn't really seem to be that worried about Janine, you know. So I think there's a chance that like they could, you know, she could make something work again with with Baca. Maybe that's wishful thinking on my part, but like uh, very excited to see where this goes because super excited super excited it's been yeah. honestly i know i, I don't yeah. know why i didn't feel I don't know. some people season. yeah i feel like people are shocked by this because and i i don't do this for the people that have listened to this podcast um and i've covered many survivor seasons now and you can call me out if i've done it before i don't think i have i have not made bold statements like this is my favorite episode in a long time or this is like i think survivor south africa return of the outcasts or maybe immunity island immunity island i was like survivor south africa community island i was like man this is the most fun i've had watching a season in a long time and i still think in my opinion it's probably an unpopular opinion immunity island was more fun to watch than return of the outcasts um but you I know it was fun it was fun but immunity island was more fun because it also had more loose players in there where return of the outcasts had so many people in there that were like game yeah. bots and were just Man. like they just they it was still entertaining but the 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 level of gameplay was ridiculous um but immunity island was just i think it was just more fun you know like there was I, a lot more fun yeah. moments when i got to the final two of <laughs> immunity island i was just laughing i was just like what is this like what did i watch the two <laughs> like, like, because you know, I don't know if if it care if, if anyone cares by like you know saying names, but like you know the the guy who got yeah. third place was yeah. just so fun, and then you know he was projected to win, and then he you know it was final two, so he and he was such a yeah. challenge beast, and then he somehow lost the final. It was just really good season. <laughs> 
I really like that season a lot. Yeah. Hey, Zudaman, welcome to the live stream. Said, hey, what mm. point have we had with crying face emoji? I didn't know this was happening at the moment. I've been on Twitter spaces. You know what? I've been really naughty, Jake, and I haven't been posting on Twitter in recent times when we go live. I will have to jump on Twitter mm. next time to post that we were going live. I've been bad with that. Just work in general has been keeping me busy. Um, but I will do that next time, Zudaman, just to catch you up. We are currently, we're going to go into the draft pick. So it's pretty deep into our recap Real quick. to look at who's left in the teams. And we'll also um, have a few more chats about that and also the points. And then Jake, you've got your hand up. You're not in class. Teacher, say what you want to say. teacher Chris, teacher Chris, <laughs> can I please make a comment? Um, before we get into the draft, this, uh, this is the last thing I'll say, unless you have some profound um, mm. comments on this. Um, at Tribal Council, do you think that Sammy's comment where he was like, um, you know, the absence of the big move, the absence of the big move can be the right move and can be like the, the can be kind of a big move, you know? And then like mm. Jeff kind of like, he kind of, showed a bit of interest in it and was like hmm that's thought-provoking you know that's that's really good do you think that actually changed the outcome of janine do you think that that janine was thinking interesting Sa sammy is saying that as a signal do you think mm. this was going through my head i think i, I think i think he yeah. did I think he knew what he was doing. And I do think he was speaking directly to Janine yeah. to prevent her, which is another level of gameplay um, as well from Sammy. Sammy's been impressive. Like the guy's been, that's why I would not be yeah. angry at him winning the season. I would love to see the youngest player ever win the show, but I would yeah. also feel very sad for Carla not to win because like Carla just, yeah, Carla's yeah, yeah. got my heart this season, man. Like she like just so unexpected. Same. She's been yeah, playing yeah. a bloody good game, and I've got to give credit to Carla for for how she's been carrying herself. But I do think that that was definitely on purpose, and you could see Ellie's heart just sink when Janine didn't play the idol because Ellie read it correctly. She was like, "That's why I said Ellie for me has got great instincts." I think she did ultimately get outplayed um, here by a very unpredictable entity in the game and Gabler, which you can't predict a player such as Gabler. It would be difficult yeah. to predict a player. Like not even Sammy, who's got somewhat control over Gabler, has enough control over Gabler where he, he turned his back on Sammy, who was the one providing him information. Like, how do you do that? Like, that's just not logical to do that. In that situation when Ellie confronted um, Sammy directly, oh, sorry, uh, Gabler directly. So mm -hmm. for me, you know, she couldn't have predicted it. I still think Ellie would make for a great returnee player. I um, agree. I know Zudeman, you may not like her as much to see her come back, but I think that in a second attempt, she would do really, really well. Um, Janine misread it. She's still got an idol in her pocket. Uh, Jay earlier said sometimes when an ally goes home, the person who was closest to them get, gets forgotten for a little bit. I think Janine still has heat on her back though, Jake, because a lot of people know about her idol. So uh -huh. she's going to have to burn that probably at the next tribal council yeah. or the one after that she's not going to be able to sit on it yeah i think that that's a really good point i think she yeah, people know like ryan heard um who knows who he's gonna tell or if he'll even tell anyone or you know is he gonna pull one of his classic ryan moves where you know he flips the game on its head uh with, <laughs> with that i don't know um but I think you know it was it was smart by Janine to just I think yeah. Ellie it was a it was she was a lost cause it just just let her go Janine was was safe herself just 
take the immunity, keep the idol. You can use it next week where you could be in danger. But yeah, back back to the Sammy thing. Like he, he I know he did that on purpose. I just oh, 100%. know. It. He's, I he's know a good enough game player to yes. do that. Yeah, like he's. Uh, I don't doubt him. I don't smart. doubt his level of gameplay is insane. Like this guy comes back ten years from now, fifteen years he's from now, and he's going to be an absolute beast. Like he could be the like if like he, if he doesn't win it this time, he could win it in a return season. Like he's a great level. Yeah. But I, I think people would be so wary of him if he did come back. But he's also Great, getting a modest yeah. edit compared to some of the other people on the show. Like, I don't feel like he's being over-edited compared to some of the other really characters on the in show. Line. He's not really in line with male winners. Usually there are even more out there mm. than this. Like a Cody. Like a Cody. Which is, I think, why a lot of people think Cody is a potential winner pick. Why mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are putting him in the this top kind three of for This episode. That one of the things that, that Edric really gets fixated on, which I believe has kind of um not been true um always is that merge episodes are really important for the winner if they if they feel like the winner didn't if a, if they feel like a player didn't really get their due diligence in a merge episode that can kind of be a disqualifier um so, yeah, like Cody, Cody got yeah. Cody got two confessionals in this last episode, um, and one of them was to say we're all pretending like we're having fun, but we all know we're going to slit each other's throats, and mm -hmm. you know I'll, I'll partake in the you know the the theater of it if I need to. It's kind of what his confessional was. I can't remember the second confessional he had. I think it was when he realized they were potentially coming for him, and he said, "Ah, oh, they're coming for me now. I've got to turn my yeah. back and vote the other person out," type of thing. But yeah, he didn't have much. That's what I personally think. Cody is the character of the season. I think Jesse has been consistent in the edit. He's consistently been telling us what he's thinking strategically. So for Zudeman, who's dropping in quite late, um, we did a really good analysis on some of the players we think are in the top right now, what Edric is thinking, what we think about that. Uh, if you look back, rewind a little bit in this podcast, uh, go back and listen to it. I think you'll enjoy that as well. Um, one last thing, because I keep we keep saying one last thing before we get into the, to the point. Yeah. But one person we haven't given credit to this episode that I want to give credit to to this episode that I think had some great reads throughout it was James. We did give him a little bit of credit in the fact that he mm -hmm. saw the puzzle before anybody else. He obviously wasn't in a position where he could clutch it out for them because he wasn't a puzzle builder. But he also, from the start, was very wary of Ellie, saw through her being non-committal yeah. in regards to giving a name. And um, even though he didn't completely file, he didn't find out on his own that he was the main target, you know, he, he had some great reads as well. So James is a capable player still in the game as well. So maybe yeah. second to Carla for me. Cassidy, who knows? She could be Erica. Who knows? Ryan is the only person at this stage I'm willing to count out as a potential winner from Coco. Um, and I will eat my words if he does win at the end of this season. All right, without further ado, yeah. let's get into our <coughs> list of players that are still in the game. Uh, for the first time since the beginning of this game, we're going to be equal. Yeah. yeah, after, for, well, we're going to be equal in numbers, at least. Um, we don't know what the points look like. I'll tell you in a second what the points look like. But Ellie, who was your second overall person picked for the season, has fallen. And one thing I've noticed here, Jake, is that that's the first time that we've lost someone in our... Actually, no, you've lost two people. Two people in your top four picks have gone, or your top three picks, even, we could say. Um, I have not had a single person go from my top four picks yet. My top four picks are still in the game. It was Owen, Noel, James, and Cody. 
you have lost both Ellie and Lindsay, who were yep. part of your top four when the season started. So interesting, you know, it doesn't mean that much because uh -huh. we never know where things are going to go, but it also shows that initial instincts of who you went for and potentially how those players have been doing in the game. But for the first time since the beginning of the game, we're now equal at six players each. So I've still got in the game left at the moment, Owen, Noel, James, Cody, Sammy, and Janine. You've got Jesse, Ryan, Gabler, Carla, Cassidy, and Dwight still left in the game. Who's your hopes on right now? Um, we, we talked about a top three potentially consisting out of Jesse, Carla, and um, who was the other one? Sammy. Sammy as the potential. You've got two uh, out of two those of three. Are you are you seeing it the same way as me? Are you also thinking those are the three players? Or are you seeing it slightly different in regards to that? Because I think I've been the most vocal about those three. I think we're in for a, we're actually in for a, for a Gabler sweep, um, which you know we <laughs> no um, <laughs> no I, I I completely agree with you. Those those are the those are the three. I think that so if we if we go slightly wider than that, so Zoom Man, we're we're both in agreement. Our top three right now, looking mm -hmm. at it, is Sammy, mm -hmm. Jesse, and Carla. That's that's my top three as well. But if we had to add two more people into this, if we had to go a little bit wider, who's on the fringe of breaking into the top five? Oh, top man. three for you. It's tough. Like I feel like there's a gap. I would put I would put put just based on the edit and the level of um I guess what we've seen from other players talking about this player, I think if Cody gets to the final, he potentially wins just being a likable guy. Yeah, uh, I think he's had a yeah, yeah. big edit. So I think Cody would probably be somewhere in the top five for me still. Um, I, similar to you, Zudeman, still believe that Owen has got some chance, but I also am afraid that Owen could be someone that doesn't know how to, con like he sees things, but I don't know if he can take lead and take control of his own that's, destiny. That's exactly... So I feel like Cassidy, yeah. maybe. I'll go Cassidy. I'll go Cassidy as another person. I think I was. Win. I was going to choose her too. That this is you. You're totally right. Um, at the beginning, you said you know we've been on the the same wavelength mm. of things. I was literally going to say the exact same thing about Owen. Of like he has the reads, but does he? He doesn't really do anything, yeah. and you know he hasn't really had a need to do anything. But I don't know if I can see him doing like he, he's got an ability to move bob and weave and stay out of control yeah. throughout the game but when that when he's going to be backed into a corner does he have the skills to actually get out of it that that's my question because even in the first episode yeah. when he was in danger like i felt like he was begging more than like bringing anything concrete and he was just lucky that they moved the target on yeah. because they had nothing yeah, and yeah. they just kept him for the fact that he was a male and had some form of physical strength i think that the only thing that worries me about like Carla or Cassidy or even even James, if we're going for widening it that much, is that it just seems like Coco's kind of the I agree. the the odd one out. And like it's like you know we got many hints to it this episode and the last of like um, that Baca and Bessie want to work together. You know, Noel was giving Baca the hints. Um, the episode uh, that Lindsay went home and she has the, she went to the Island with, was it, I don't even remember who it was. Was it yeah. Jesse? Um, so, so who, who went to the Island? Sorry, I missed your train of thought yeah. there. Who, who did she go to? Noel. Which one? Noel. Oh, Noel she, went there with is. Owen and James. Yes. Owen. Yes. So she has, you know, she has Owen and like Owen was like, 
very open to just yeah. like yeah let's do it you know and and, uh, and you've seen owen and noel talk even at the merch they showed us that mm -hmm. like they were linking yeah. back up where james was more iffy about the whole thing so i don't know if he's connecting like yeah. owen does owen's got the interpersonal skills and the social skills to make good connections and noel could potentially be that person that works with him i, I don't think anybody should be like out of the people that are still left in the game i don't think anybody should completely be counted out as someone that could potentially still win this game for based off <laughs> except for ryan maybe <laughs> i think ryan could even i even think ryan maybe could, i don't know like a long shot or dabler too like who knows I man i don't know what it is i'm getting soft with old age jake i'm just really enjoying all these people fabio? like i really am you know well because not even fabio had like um where he just like went like you know bowl in a china shop just like you know telling you know one thing that you know G i think that, gabler like gabler i will count out like gabler is the only person who can't win i'll count it out you know <laughs> yeah. um sorry i keep we keep saying one more thing but i think that they showed this we we talked about it uh ellie told ellie and janine discussed how cody has an idol hmm. i think janine is going to use that and i don't know what's going to come from it but that's just very they, they this is the thing with edgic again like why did they show that you know like mm. they already had the scene with owen where they just reiterated that cody had an idol you know it it didn't need to serve that purpose so and one of those people in the conversation got voted out so only one person besides jesse uh knows about it now so yeah. i think yeah i don't know i could yeah. honestly is janine's edit that different from erica's at this point no not at all i don't think so like janine could still win this thing 100 100 yeah. like, like i said like i i was just and she was my last pick of the season as well like, she was she's, she's a blue stock she's a blue chip stock a, for me right now because she's yeah. doing decent she's not the lowest i can tell you this she doesn't have the lowest points in my team she doesn't really? have the lowest points. So so let's talk about oh, this. You know, we've, yeah, we've, got, mean, we've got the Ajik. We've got the Ajik, go right? If, if, you, if you don't stop me now, Chris, I'll just keep on <laughs> keep on keeping That's on. And just talking. <laughs> That's all good. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll get into the points. We'll get into the points. Now, we know that Ajik has its view on the top three. We know that they're thinking it's Sammy, Jesse, and also potentially Carla that is mm -hmm. sort of surfacing there. Oh, no, sorry, not Jesse, um, Cody. So Cody is in there with them. But what does our point system say? So for those that are new to it, we've got a point system that tracks a bunch of different things. Confessionals, team challenge wins, individual wins, making the merge. By the way, I just rem remembered, I haven't added making the merge to this, so I might have to do this live, which will not take me long because I'm up to date. Let me just do that on everybody. We're going to be equal in points, so it's not really going to change anything because we both have the same amount of people that actually made the merge here so making the merge is five points which i'm just adding on now and i will share the spreadsheet at the end of it um there's also successful advantage plays finding advantages votes against you is negative 0.5 which i think we need to make that more next season and this has been a bit of a, a test thing for us because that will penalize players more for you're getting just votes mad i didn't you just you're just mad that i didn't didn't lose well, it would have killed me it would have killed me i've had way more votes against my people than you but i think that it should have more weight um yeah. and then runner-up gets 25 points winner gets 50 points there's a whole bunch of different points here that you potentially earn now the top player for a very long time in this game and i'm just going to talk about this because it's more exciting than doing the reveal on the point 
point system between the two of us because that hasn't changed, Jake. You're still in the lead. You've got 250 and a half points. Um, I'm, I've cracked the 200 points. I'm on 207.5, but you've really started to widen that lead between us. And a big reason for that, this episode was that you had out of the six players that won the challenge, I think you had like five of them and I had one of them. So that made a huge difference in regards to you racking, racking up some points there. You're also getting some key confessionals and the people that you had. So made a huge difference there. So, yeah. Yeah. So looking at that, all right. So looking at that, I had actually I had Noel was the extra person who also gave me some points, but Janine was the only person in the actual team that got me points. But both of them, I even gave yeah. Noel the points because she chose correctly who that team was going to be. So yeah. she shared in the whole win. Uh, but the top players uh, for this at this point, coming in at third place overall for all the players is none other than Carla. Carla sitting on thirty eight points in total. Actually, is she? She might actually be a little bit higher. No, she is in third place. So Carla is in third place at 38 points. She's had 24 confessionals. She's had two challenge wins, which this was the challenge win for her as well in this episode. Um, and she's found that idol. She's got the merge as well. Sitting at 38 points, Carla comes in at third place. Second place so far is also in your team, 47 points. And that is going to be Jesse. Jesse's had 27 confessionals. He's had a bunch of challenge wins. He's made the merge, doing really well. The only thing he hasn't achieved yet is finding an advantage, but he's also got no votes against him in the game at this stage. The player that's continuing to kill it, but that lead is starting to slow down. At one point, this person had double the amount of points mm. that everybody else had on this point system. Is still Cody. Cody is sitting at 50.5 points at 31 confessionals. He's had the most confessionals in the game. He's also had quite a few challenge wins. He's made the merge and he's found an advantage that he could still play. Those are the overalls um, in our teams. Yeah, let me share the spreadsheet with you. What do you think about the points and how these different players are doing? Are you surprised that you're still, like, I, I, I haven't been able to just close that gap on you. You just keep on widening it. I, yeah, I'm shocked that it's so, that my lead is still so big. I thought it was going to, what was it last episode, if you remember, because I wasn't on the podcast. Uh, I feel like it was like 30 something points last week between us still like we we've been there's been so like a 30 point bigger. gap so the the gap got bigger and I think a lot of that probably came down to the fact that like I said some of your people won um yeah, yeah. and then also confessionals like your guys are just like if you look at the confessionals man like Jesse's had 27 Mike's had 20 Carla's had 24 uh, I feel like they're just overall, like if you look at me, like only one player has had more than 20 confessionals and that's Cody. Like Sammy as well, that's what I'm saying. Like people think he potentially could be a winner, but he's not had the most over-the-top edit out of everybody, right? He's not getting all the mm -hmm. confessionals, but he's getting key confessionals talking strategy. And that's why I said Janine has come from nowhere. She's like not my bottom player, man. She's like in the top three of the players that are getting me points right now. She's yeah, 35 she's points. Got, she's got as many confessionals as Sammy exactly crazy so, she was a slow starter yeah you know after after seeing this you know maybe we're we're just completely counting out janine as a potential yeah. winner who knows but you know i think i i would agree with you that votes against i think probably need to be more yeah it would have killed me but i just feel like it would hurt it would hurt more than like maybe it'll be a full point or something next time and yeah. um, 
I'll continue to look at the points. I mean, this is quite new. Uh, I thought about potentially making um, individual immunity wins more down the line. The season is going to be five points. Successful advantage play seems like a very difficult thing to do these days. So I feel like that needs to be like maybe 10 points or something crazy like that because yeah, being in – yeah, it's it's not that high. But we'll keep it happened, for this yeah. season the way we had it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see like – because, you know, sometimes idle plays are like – it's it's a kind of a gray area if they're successful like you know if there's a split vote and like they play it for like somebody plays it for somebody else but then another person from their alliance goes home like was that successful or was it not you know so yeah. that that'll be interesting to see if that comes into play but overall i really like this it's just more fun right compared it's to fun. what we did last yeah. season we only had a look at who was still left in the game. We didn't have a point system in place yeah. to see who's actually doing well. But this time we can actually track to see who potentially is winning. Not just like I could have the winner. Sammy could win. It doesn't mean I win the season. Because even with 50 points that he would give me right now, if you had a Gabler as the runner-up for the season, you still would have a 25. Yeah, and that, that made the that made the, the drafting more fun of like, you know, not just looking at, you know, analyzing what their gameplay is going to be but like you know because i picked gabler because and you picked yeah. cody because we we kind of knew they were going to be characters they were going to be characters yeah yeah exactly all right let's have a couple of um looks here at the live just before we start saying goodbye to everybody um zudaman saying i was saying i had high hopes for the season still have high hopes for the season right now zudaman it is going really well also can both of you all after the draft give your top fives we've done that uh christian gal hello welcome back to the stream said only four women remaining in the game yes that That's is great. it is That's it crazy. is sad to see four women but we had a bit of a chat about that in the beginning of the podcast the beginning beginning of the late we went into depth about our opinion um in regards to five out of six being females going home and um i think you know do yourself a favor and go back there because I, I don't feel like we could you know lightning won't strike twice i don't think we could articulate our thoughts on it as well if we did it yeah, a second time I feel like we yeah we did a good job the first time around of just explaining what we thought yeah uh, zudu man also saying definitely going to be an extremely interesting merge at this point at this moment i agree four 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 with the tribes some of the people in regards to like ryan and janine happy to probably jump ship at this point like we talked about ryan wanting to do that and then having to go back home because just seeing that there was more crazy out there with some of the other alliances he's like i'd rather go with the crazy i know jay saying yeah and idol hasn't negated a vote in survivors since winners at war is that true yeah, wow. I believe so. 41 and 42 did not have... Did anyone even play an idol? I think Xander played his idol at the final five because that was the last time, but I don't, no one voted for him. Because yeah, Talking Shan, about that, you know, you know, like... Yeah. So so the idols, clearly, with all these advantages that are in the game, has become less relevant, um, and people know how to play around it and who's got it, and there's, like, this counter things that you can use, like knowledge is power, for instance. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't spoken too much about Shot in the Dark and the fact that Ellie didn't even go for Shot in the Dark in this I position. Was should, she, should she have gone for it? She was so confident she was Absolutely. getting votes. I feel, like, I feel like if I was in her shoes, I'd play, unless she was that confident, Janine was going to play the idol on her, and she did look shot. Even then, Janine it doesn't matter. Him. Yeah, play it. Because, because... Where where was the scenario where her vote was gonna because we saw with Sydney in 41 her actually using the shot in the dark screwed her over because her vote could have I believe tied it. Um so her losing her vote, but 
I think Ellie knew or at least thought that like it doesn't matter if I have my vote. It's like I'm in danger and I need some sort of protection. So yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious once so Ellie's shocked. once Ellie has an interview, I'm curious to see like if she was confident that, that Janine was gonna play for her, if she was surprised. Maybe I feel like we need to do like a, a live bet like here. I don't know what's at st- what's at stake for this, but um, yeah, yeah. but but just like for the fun of it, let's yeah. say you know, do you think that shot shot in the dark will be played before it gets cancelled in the show? Now, actually, I feel like they'll keep it on until it gets cancelled. But do you think shot in the dark we get to see shot in the dark successfully in the next three seasons or not? You know what? I'm gonna make a, a bold prediction i think that if they don't they're going to change the odds if it's not played correctly in the next two seasons or if make it more no one's playing it yeah make it more likely um or just like kind of just switch it up like to fine tune it somehow if because if we're kind of seeing like we saw in uh 41 one person played it and it screwed them over so then mm-hmm. everyone was like hmm it's not all good with this thing you know like and it kind of i don't know shout so, out to sydney shout out to sydney for like actually playing it. playing it but then we saw 42 where uh zach and mariah played it and then swati also played it i believe yeah yeah so yeah. um we saw it much more, but it was only the pre-merge. I'm, it just doesn't seem like it's very relevant in the post-merge. Yeah. Um, Jay says, people said that they sometimes forget that they have shot in the dark. And I agree. I mean, I forget as an audience person that it even exists yeah. because it's such a non-entity currently in Survivor. Mary, welcome to the stream. We are both, well, I can only speak for myself. I'm doing well. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Yeah. We're in almost an hour and a half. This has been one of the longer recaps we've done, but... So much, so much quality in this episode. Definitely worth for you to go back and listen to the podcast as a whole because this was my favorite episode of Survivor of the New Era. Maybe even one of my favorite episodes in a very, very long time. You know, Survivor. I really enjoyed it. I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you and say that the the Shan Boo episode was my. That was that was a good one. That was a good. That was a satisfying. That was that was a satisfying one as well. Yeah, because she fell from grace. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just we'll really see. enjoying the season. I'm high on it. Yeah. So wait, do you guys think the advantage in the preview for the next episode is the knowledge is power? I didn't see the preview for the next one. Did you see that? Yeah. So there's actually there there's an advantage underneath the shelter. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I did see it. I did. Yeah, see yeah. It. yeah. I don't and, think it's the knowledge is uh, power. Imagine them trying to like get it back in again. It's like oh no, Carlos gonna, gonna be like, to... what the hell? I just got rid of this thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah that would be um, so bad i hope it's not i really I don't want to so, see the knowledge is power again they're like I, do you think that they're pissed that like both times or all three times it's been uh completely crapped on and like you know they just yeah. was not used correctly i don't know i yeah. do you think that they maybe they're just stuck on this idea of like stealing somebody's idol maybe they watch champions uh S- south africa champions and we're like i don't know know. it it was just not yeah i'm just not a fan i don't like it it's too powerful like yeah just let's get knowledge is power out of the game like i don't even want to don't put that bad juju out there jay is what i'm saying um christian is saying do you think a female is going to be eliminated next i'm gonna go out and eliminate say no 
I think that the odds are in favor of a man going next. Um, but who is the most no, likely person? Yeah. But who is the most likely person to go next? I mean, it's it's hard to tell at this stage. Like Gabler kind of made a little bit of a target of himself. Could be easy to say, well, Gabler is too noisy. We might want to target him. But I still feel like someone in Coco. I just feel like Coco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is like the stepchild in this whole relationship we haven't seen much character building around that tribe coming into the merge i i could be wrong if, if someone from coco doesn't go next then carla's winning this thing it's really it's really a case of which one of the three tribes are gonna dominate in the next couple of episodes and have their numbers if coco takes the lead carla's winning if vesi takes the lead then it's either jesse or cody but I, i'm kind of leaning seen. towards jesse yeah. yeah that's the pattern and, we've seen with uh Luvu, the blue tribe in 41, Erica, they they dominated the merge. It was like they were like four out of the top six. Uh yeah. same exact same exact numbers for the top six in um 42 Taku and then Marianne. So there's patterns, people. Edgic is is gonna be all over that. They love their patterns, you know. Yep, yep. Um, Jay says people said they that they sometimes I already read that one. Uh, Christian says female players are going are going to be too aggressive this season or is too aggressive this season. Um, I feel like yeah, you're right. Some of them are playing aggressive, but I also think there's just like missteps. Like Lindsay, like we kind of went into this a little bit. So if any of you go back for uh, to where we spoke about why yeah. we think the female I would players, say, I would lost, say I feel like there's a reason. Yeah. There's a reason would, for each one of them. I would say aggressive is maybe not the right term of like. Yeah. Maybe you could. I would say you could say that sloppy. For, for it was Ellie. some sloppy play. Sloppy, um, paranoid, for yeah. definitely Ellie and Lindsay, and then just yeah. Janine, Janine was kind of in a bad spot, similar to because she didn't see Cody like flanking her. I mean Justine and oh, sorry, Justine. Yeah, Justine yeah, yeah. didn't see the flanking just, of Cody. And then Mar- Mariah and Justine. I feel yeah. I feel bad for both of them. I feel like they could have been capable players, but they just got sniped. And then Lindsay played badly. Um, Neca was just not good in the challenge. Neca wasn't good at the challenges. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's just that unfo- a series of unfortunate events that got us to the point yeah. that we're at. Um, Mary's saying, "Do we feel three tribes screw women?" I don't say. Uh, I don't. Rudy, Zane, Rob, Garrett, David, Darnell say hi about that. Um, do we feel that the three tribes screw women? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, did we see women go? Like, I feel I like in the previous seasons we didn't necessarily see women go. I mean, if you look back at the three tribe seasons, I believe it actually favors women. All stars. Amber won. Philippines. Denise won. Um, Mm. Yeah, I uh oh Kaur- well, Korong, Michelle. Erica won 41, Erica and Marianne won <laughs> So <laughs> so females yeah. have dominated the winnings yeah. in the three tribes seasons. It's, it's I think the memory. only one, I think the only one is uh Worlds Apart mm. where uh, a man won. So yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting observation. Good memory there as well. I wouldn't have been able to pull it out as quickly. But I just, again, I think that it's just been a series of unfortunate events and people are trying to see more into this than what there potentially is. It really sucks to see it. Yeah, yeah, it really sucks to see that it's happened, but it's going to happen because there's been 43 seasons of Survivor. Next season, it may be the other way around. Now, if we see that trend continue and women are consistently being voted out or consistently this, then I would jump on the train as well. Like we said earlier, between seasons 30 and season 40, we didn't see enough females win. So that was clearly an era of mm-hmm. Survivor that really didn't favor female players, where I feel like the new age has definitely favored them a little bit more. Um, yeah. Tony and Kageyan as well was obviously yeah, a three tribe as well. One. Yeah, it's a good one. 
Um, also, just curious, should it be 11 players at merch with eight jury members? Uh, I think Jake is in favor of that. I am. Um, that's a good point because there's still 12. Do you think that they're going to do another vote out where they don't make the jury? Or do you think the jury is going to start next next uh, episode? How many people? 12 right now. So if there's, there's a final three, it will be nine players. So that could theoretically be a draw. But would they care about it? Yeah, but would you know, they care? Because they could... They could do. Oh no, they couldn't. They couldn't do a split. It's yeah, funny because you look back at um, a lot of final three seasons have actually been had nine jury members, and I am so curious to to know if they ever thought about that and what fire. their plan would have been. Fire. You make fire for the win, like or maybe, just, maybe we can fix like, anything oh, with a fire making challenge. Yeah, yeah. Jeff's just immediate answer. No, but like. <laughs> what would be the answer to that? Or do you think the producers were just like, that's never going to happen. There's never going to be three good enough. Do you know what I want players? to see? I don't know. Do you know what hmm. I want to see? I want to see a quiz about the players that they played with. You know, we haven't seen that for a while. Like who's got a child by the name of Debbie, who is yeah, 16 you know, years old going to this high school there, you know, and see who actually yeah. paid attention to the social game and know the people that they played with. And the person who knows that the best, yeah. they should win it. That's what I want to see if that comes down. But I don't want to see a draw. I, the last thing I want to see is these three players have become the sole survivor. No, I don't. Oh want to see my! That. If that happens, I'd be so mad. Oh my! We're gosh. not football. Like, we're not soccer fans. Okay, we don't want to like, see draws. Do, maybe they would do like a, maybe they do like a rock draw of like one the one person gets removed and goes on the jury, and then they revote because then nine. That would make 10 jury members. So that one of the suggestions I gave to just while you bring this up, one of the suggestions I gave to Leroux Buta when we caught up, um, who's the executive producer for Survivor South Africa, I had the fortune of like the uh, ability to meet him when I went for the after party for Survivor South Africa this season. I had a chat with him and I said to him, Next time, instead of like eliminating a player from the jury because they've got too much in there, why don't we bring in a, a vote nullifier to the final tribal council? So somebody gets an advantage and they nullify a jury member's vote. So that person doesn't get sent away. They still get the full experience. They still get to go to the final tribal council. Yeah. And then there's this big reveal where everybody is voting and then even the jury member gets blindsided after being voted out of the game. And there's like, whoa, whoa, Jeff. Before we read the final votes, I got this little parchment yeah, here that yeah. says that I have the ability to nullify one of the jury members' votes, and I will now nullify Jake's vote because I know he's best friends with Richard. You know that yeah. type of thing. I think it would be a cool TV moment if you could, like, after the game, still nullify a jury vote. That's way better than voting off a jury member because, yeah, I was so you always feel I'm against bad that. For yeah, them. it sucks. That happened to for... Vander. You bad. Like he was like the player of a season, and then he gets like, oh no, sorry, you're not going to be a he part just gets of the no game. discussion in the in the final tribal, yeah. Or, um, what was her name? Oh, it's been a few people. Like uh, I always remember, was it Tara? Uh, Mich- no, no, no. Uh, Tessa. Tessa. Yes. Yeah, she was a big player too, and she got removed. What about Aubrey's friend? Was it what was his name? Um, in the Karong season that got. Neil. 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 Neil got as well. Neil also a great player that season. Yeah, he ended yeah. up getting screwed by that twist. So I don't mind that... get voted out. He got medically evacuated. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. That's such a better idea um, for them to have us to like be in the discussion, actually cast a vote. Feel like they still had a like Wait, a participation and then it just gets nullified at the end. That's a that, better way that, of using the nullifier. That one night where they're just like 
everyone is heading off. Oh, we're going to Fire and Tribal Council. And then, uh, yeah, he gets Neil's pulled on the shoulder. Like, uh, Neil, sorry, you're not a part of this. You gotta, yeah. you gotta catch a plane back home. That yep. sucks, man. That yeah. sucks. All right, I think we're all out of it. We we went on for a little bit longer than what we expected here, but thank That's you right. so much for everybody that jumped in the live and took part on the conversation. For those that are jumping in late and didn't see this live, we love you too. Please consider subscribing to the channel. It does help with the growth of the channel. Thank you so much for everybody that did so in the last week. Consider liking, consider commenting on the video. All of those things help with the YouTube algorithm. Uh, and even those that listen to this later on on Spotify or Apple or Google or all the other places that we have our podcast please consider jumping on the youtube channel and supporting us in that way as well thank you so much guys for this and we will catch you guys next week as we talk about episode seven good night bye bye